Little Growth Podcast, a podcast for the big and small, creating synergy across class, over, beyond, and above the bridge of life. Little Growth Podcast, podcast just for you. Hi, welcome to Little Growth Podcast. My name is Deems. The Voice Marshall. Let me just take a little time to tell you about the Little Growth Podcast. It is a podcast where we celebrate you, where we celebrate your stories, celebrate your big wins, and not just celebrating your stories. It's a place that we tell the world our stories. So, having said that, welcome again to the Little Growth Podcast. All right, stick around. I'll be back. This is Little Growth Podcast inspiring your dreams and celebrating your wins all right guys welcome once again to the little growth podcast we have mr collins and his beautiful wife today on the podcast the very first edition actually of the little growth podcast before i slice into the cake i would like to let you know who the takers are yeah all right let me start with mr collins mr collins take is a media personality a tech entrepreneur a creative media consultant and he's also a co-founder of black voice media project while his wife on the other hand andrea odubiteke is a public figure an emerging thought leader a creative content producer a certified mental health therapist and she is equally emotions and mindset coach and together they co-host the first ever family radio show by couples in nigeria that is the Tekes family show you can also listen to them on lagos talk 91.3 fm it's a pleasure to have you here the Tekes. welcome to the podcast the pleasure is mine pleasure is mine pleasure is ours it's ours yes <laughs> <laughs> should i do ladies first or ladies after gentlemen um, I don't know. Just tell me however you want to. <laughs> okay. I would like to start with um, you, Mr. Collins. Okay. Let me just make it straight. Why broadcast? I mean, why not music? Why not acting? After all, you are a multi talented guy, and um, there are a lot of things that you can do out there. Thank you very much. That's a beautiful question. What I, I, I would say that, look, I found, I stumbled on it. You know, it's not like. Yes, like I said, I've always thought and known, you know, while I was very young that I was, you know, a creative guy. Mm. But, you know, broadcasting was not like totally by choice. I stumbled on it. It all came as a result of me doing something and an opportunity came and then I found myself in it. And then I built the passion for it. And I guess that's why, we, you know, I had to spend a number of years I did doing uh, broadcasting. Mm. Um, Dre, is it the same story for you? Um, um, not not exactly, actually. Uh, so for me, I think I've always had the flair for media. I've always had the flair for uh, broadcasting, TV, radio. So I remember during my secondary school days, I was the host for uh, you know, a TV show we had at the time. My secondary school had a TV show, and I was their host for the TV show as young as I was, you know. So, um. I think that it's something that had been for a very long time and yeah, it wasn't something I stumbled on. It's 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 been a passion I've had since childhood. All right. I, I will come back to how you have been able to hone that passion and follow it through. But before then, Mr. Collins, you yeah. stumbled on it, but somehow you are blazing a trail right now in the broadcast industry. 
what happened? At what point did you decide that, okay, this thing that I stumbled upon, let me not stumble upon it again, let me make it a thing? Mm. I think FRC and Apple, that's um, Radio Nigeria. So I uh, was opportunity to have started there. So when I got there and I saw so many, you know, great broadcasters, people are listening to so on radio, in the news, network news, you know, they were all in the building and I was exposed to their studio. Mm. So when I listened to them, I think I just, I just said, no, this is where I belong. I mean, I, I want to be here. I think that's what happened. And uh, to fast forward, thank God I took that decision because from there, I was able to be trained, you know, hone my talent, learn to be ropes from the masters, if you like. And then I think from there, the least I could do was, you know, bless the world, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give credit, a lot of credit to FRCN, mm. because if I'd gone to somewhere else, perhaps I wouldn't build that kind of um, interest that I did. But because I saw some great broadcasters around, you know, that also pushed me to like, okay, I could learn here, I could grow here. And that's what I did. Dre? Yes. It has been a thing for you. It has yeah. been that dream. Mm -hmm. So could it be that the opportunity presented itself and you took it, or maybe like you happened like the Big Bang Theory and then boom, you're <laughs> that page. Okay, so I'll share a very short story. When I was in university, I, I used to be the one who was most, you know how when you have a project, Mm. Um, and you're, you're put in different groups in your department uh, or your level. And I think I was in uh, 200 level at the time, and they split us into groups. Okay. So we were to present a, you know, uh, our project. And I was always fixed to be the one who would represent the team when it comes to speaking. The frontliner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that particular day, I did that presentation, and it was, you know, it was wow. It was, it was, you know, splendid. And the lecturer was like, "No, oh, you talk very well. You're a very good public speaker. What you, oh, you know, he was just <laughs> all over the place about it. And he said, you know what? See me after, um, you know, the lecture." And I went back to meet him and he started talking to me about radio. And he said he had somebody at OSBC and he would love to introduce me to the person. And like you said, the opportunity presented itself and I went for it. Wow. So that's how radio started for me, actually. <laughs> okay. Uh, could you want to share your experience with us uh, briefly, um, the journey to where you are now before I go back to Collins after that, because that was actually in school. And then, what has been your challenges? Because that was school, and I want to believe after that it wasn't roses all the time. Ah, yeah. Man, <laughs> it's a good question. It's a very good question. And I'm going to try, hmm, I will try. It, it's, it's been challenging in the sense, um, or the challenges I faced. Uh, had a lot to do with how I, I joined the industry. Okay. I joined the industry very, very naive. Um, there were a lot of things that I felt that I should have known before going into the industry. More, more like having a mentor who would like hold my hands and show me, you know, part of the things that could be um, a challenge, you know, and just help me to shoulder them and things like that. So I didn't have that. And so all of the blows that came with doing media, doing radio, fell on me a lot of it. Yeah. So you had a to lot take the decisions, it. you had to take the responsibilities of the decisions Absolutely. too. In fact, there were times where um, I took on responsibilities with the whole negativity that I had and I flopped. Whoa. 
Yeah, I flopped. You know, there was, you know how it is when you don't have anybody who will tell you you're not ready yet. You're not ready yet. You're not ready yet. I didn't have anything like that. So I was raw into the industry. When I say raw, I was completely raw into the industry. So I didn't have, you know, anybody who... I trained myself throughout the journey. And thank God for Colin Sue, who I met along the line and began to help refine my talent because he saw that I had the talent for it. And so he helped me refine it. But all the while throughout the journey in, in doing radio, I trained myself throughout the process. I was raw into it and I learned, you know, myself through the journey. <laughs> you learned exactly yourself. <laughs> you discovered yourself. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I think, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> if I'm able to share the challenge that I experienced. All yeah. right. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. You're I appreciate welcome. it. Mr. Collins, would you want to chip in something to that? Yeah, about challenges. I, I think one of the biggest challenges is the fact that the industry itself, it's, um, it's a shadow of itself, just to say the least. How do I mean? Um, broadcasters, I didn't know when I joined that broadcasters were not as valued as I perceived. Mm. You know, for Oh, yes, I did mention that too. Sorry for questioning. <laughs> I, 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 I that, but it's a good thing you asked him. So, yeah, really? <laughs> you know, there was this perception I had of broadcasters. Like, we all had this, like, oh, these are the popular guys on radio. You know, it's a proud, proud thing. Like, I'm on radio. So, um, I, I looked, when I started, I looked. Pretty much, I looked a lot. I was looking out for things like that to happen, but I failed to understand that the industry itself is not divorced from the Nigerian reality. And um, being that I started with the uh, with the government-owned media house, I was able to see firsthand that level of neglect mm. that broadcasters, especially presenters, especially specifically presenters, you know, go through. So the biggest challenge was, first of all, understanding, okay, you know, you're working in the place, you're always on board, let's say the bank, you don't know, okay, you become a general manager, you become a bank manager somewhere, you become a regional manager, you know, there's some kind of ladder, there's climb of this ladder. In the media, there's really a little boost, there's really no structure, career leader, I mean, there's really no path like that, so to speak, because, you know, they just believe that presenters and broadcasters are tools that mm. everybody can use, politicians can use, um, the owner self, the owner <laughs> of the station can use, you know, I, I know, I didn't know all of this. So not knowing all of this certainly will put you in the dark. So all we had, all I had was I focused on the job, doing the job, creating content and all that. So I, I, while other areas of my life suffered, like finances, like, you know, uh, getting into business, because if you, if, you, if you really want to sustain any passion or any talent, you know, without money, nothing moves, really. So I think the major challenge was having a break as a broadcaster, having a break as a presenter. It's very easy for people to say, ah, you people, you do MC now, you people, you're always, ah, you're always on so, radio now. So would you, would you, would you, would you say, would, would you, you say know? that you've had that break that you're looking for in broadcast? Man, ah, break, you know. Break what? Nice to be here. What am I doing? Break, what are we breaking? We break that. On a serious note, yeah. I don't think any broadcaster can boast of a major break. I think what you should ask is, my break in life as an individual. 
Okay. Not in this space because the truth is, um, I got to realize in this in the recent part days, my recent days of, on radio, on paid radio, mm. my most recent days of paid radio, I got to realize that it, it's much more than you know you being a presenter. It's you as a person. If you are a presenter who's a good marketer and you develop the marketing skills, you know, as a broadcaster, it, it will complement whatever extra skill you have. So, yeah. you know, you have to, like, improve your other skills. You don't just stay there and say, I'm a broadcaster, or oh, governor will oh, not hey be. Yo. How about you be broke, oh? <laughs> <laughs> About the break, I don't think there's any such thing as break as far as me I'm concerned, because where I'm going is really, really far. There are some setting accolades and, I mean, successes. That recognition. Recognition, yeah, that one I've got it, but trust me, I I don't consider that, that as break. I appreciate them, but it's not the break. Besides, I'm still very young, so. Yeah. All right. Um, that's, that will lead us to the next question now, Mr. Collins. This is actually double for you and for Dre at the same time. So, okay. Mr. Collins, you are a media creative uh, content consultant. Yeah. Why Dre is also a media personality. And not just that, she is a coach. She is yeah. a therapist. Yeah. And um, she is a wife and a mother, while you, yeah. on the other hand, is a husband and yeah. a father. How do you juggle that? Hmm. I think, I think, I think um, Andrea should go. Because, see, in, in all fairness, you know, when it comes to this particular question, in as much as there's that father role that one has to play, there's also, um, yeah, other things aside being that and both of us. But from a mother's point of view and a wife's point of view, I think it's, it's, it's a more serious business than if you ask me, because the truth is getting married and working at the same time, both of us working, I got to realize that, man, there's a lot. Mm. There's actually a lot. Working class women who are married, who have to take care of a family, ah, it's a whole lot. So juggling them is not easy. It's not <laughs> oh. easy. Or even if it's not easy at all. Um, but like they say, if if it's making money, it has to make sense. Or if it's making impact, it has to make sense. I think it, it was very tough. At some point, we almost wanted to give up, like, we're not doing this thing again. But we we looked at the impact and realized... We're not doing this thing. We're not doing this thing. We're not doing this thing. You mean we're... I'm sorry, yo. When you say we're not doing this thing, did you mean... The marriage, are you seeing? Yeah. No, not the marriage, no. You're really working and... Working, okay. Working is exactly. ah. <laughs> 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 You can't be serious. I don't feel that. Now, what can I Yeah, we don't know. That's very, very class. You know? Oh, my God. <laughs> but to tell you, to answer your question is quite challenging. Uh, very, very. And um, be that work together also. Uh, with the whole podcast, the whole time is not enough for us to share with you our experience, really. Mm. So I'll just leave it at that. It's very challenging. It's not easy. We just have to come up with best ways that work for us, how we manage the home and how we draw that line between dealing with each other as professionals and dealing with each other as uh, intimate partners. So, yeah, but it's been challenging. Yeah, I also want to, like, um, appreciate my husband because he's been really supportive. I don't think that if I had married someone else with the kind of person I am, being very ambitious, being very, you know, purpose-driven, I don't think I'll be able to pull through. Wow. You know, but he, he comes, he comes, he comes through, he comes through. Mm. Like, 
I'm speechless a lot. You all know about Lord, please. Yeah, yeah. All of me, yeah. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really speechless. He has been coming through. Um, oh. Yeah, so I, I want to like give credit to him because, yeah, if, if, if no be more, <laughs> if you know the address, the therapies, the ladies, if you know the all those guys too, so if you know you're saying a full housewife, Okay, that's so lovely. Um, while you sing on that, Dre, I want to ask you, uh-huh. somehow, sometime in Lagos State, um, a radio program sprang up and it was to be anchored by a husband and a wife for the very first time. So I want to ask, what inspired that decision? Why not go solo? And um, could it be because of your passion for women coming from the angle that you love helping women and younger girls? Or was it something else that you had been nothing to do before? Hmm. So you mean the, the Tekkes show? That, um... yes. yes, the Tekkes show. So how do I share this story? Um, so honestly, the me coming together with my husband to host the show, I want to believe that it was God that just orchestrated it because it was not a plan. Mm. It was not that we sat one day and we said, you know what, let's come together and be on radio. There was nothing like that. Okay. It just happened. Just so, like that. <laughs> yeah, it just <laughs> happened. So I was, I was to be employed on the same station with him, but the slot I was supposed to be given, um, another person had filled that belt. Uh, and so they were like, ah, since your husband is, you know, how about you join him? I was very hesitant. I didn't, I was like, no, I want to have my own thing. I want to be alone. I want to, you know. <laughs> it took a lot of convincing. <laughs> <laughs> it took a lot of convincing. And, you know, I just said, okay, let's give it a shot. But if I did, I had to kabash. I had to, like, wow. go on my knees and say, God, if it is your will, let your will be done. And if it is your will, really, make it the best that has ever happened. Okay. And um, because, I mean, it's my family out there. It's my marriage. Yes. It's something that's very sensitive and to put us out there every day without a plan, it was more like you've been pushed to it, you know, to fall into a pit without a plank to climb on it to the other side. So we were just left to to, to figure it out ourselves. It was a lot. And so I had to say God just take control. You know, so yeah, that basically it was not planned. It was not something we sat to discuss. We figured it out along the way, and we spent like a year and a few months doing the show without any hitch, without any challenge, wow. without any impact. It became massive the, a massive impact in Lagos, like the mm. most one of the most listened to radio shows in Lagos. And we ha- we ha- I, it's amazing how we were able to impact people that short period of time that they would call and tell us how that they are now um, back with the reunited with their families. I remember wow. a man who called to say that um, he was at the verge of, you know, a divorce, a separation with his wife. And listening to us inspired him to go back to his family. Talk about yeah. making impact. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot, actually. It's, it's a lot. So, yeah, basically that's what it is. It's not... A plan work, it happened. I want to believe that it was God who made that happen. Well, if, if you were to make that decision again, would you hesitate? <laughs> I, 
<laughs> over and over again, I won't trade it for anything. <laughs> <laughs> the tech. Yes. Oga Kone. My brother. What do you have to say? Well, like she said it all, in all fairness, there was not like a total plan and mm. then it just happened this way. And, you know, like she said, the impact is what I was trying to mention earlier when you asked me that, you know, how we work together and all that and juggling. Mm. At some point it was tough. So, but the impact of what we're doing, especially coming together as husband and wife to do a show, the impact was so rapid and massive. And it's not just as a result of the fact that we are both broadcasters who are very good. It's not just the fact that we're husband and wife. But it was just something about both of us coming on the radio that brought hope to the listener. So much hope that, and you know, here's the them. It was just some positive energy. Mm. And I felt that was worth going on with. And um, I guess that's why we're still here. That's why to date, you can see tune in to Lagos Talks every Saturday. Okay. Every Saturday, you know, 12 to 1 p.m. Still listen to us on radio. Because in all fairness, we actually decided to leave radio. We left outrightly, like, we're not going back. Mm. And then the impact of this particular show, again, I was coming together. You know, the calls here and there, messages, people almost threatening to go to protest go and start protesting or bring back the techers and things like that. Wow. So, yeah, yeah, actually. I mean, there have a lot of messages. So we decided to say, well, um, we can spare a day of our life to keep doing this as we hope to expand, you know, um, you know, as far as we have more sponsors, we can expand to as many stations as possible. For now, we're still there. So yes, the impact um, has been massive. All right. Thank you so very much. We are coming to the end of this session now, but before we go, um, what lesson would you want just that one person, one person listening now, what lesson would you want him or her to take away from you? Uh, so, well, <laughs> because I'm a Christian, I believe in God. Um, I'm very spiritual, so I try not to make decisions that are not in line with the spirit. I will struggle if I make a decision that in my spirit is not, I'm not settled with it. So I pray, I communicate with God, and when I feel that settlement inside of me to go ahead making a decision, I go ahead. So I seek divine guidance whenever I'm making a decision. And in this period, it's, uh, you know, my lesson, so to speak, with this is that, ask, I mean, let God guide you. Because if you go with your head, you most likely will fall into a ditch. You know, it was almost looking like we we're going to fall into a ditch wow. because nobody had done what we we're doing before. No, it has never happened in Nigeria that a husband and wife, you know, being on radio every day hosting a show. I mean, it's been on TV, but I mean, it, they were not even a staff. They just created their content. So there was nobody for us to go to meet to share a template with us and tell us how to go about it. It was more like we were stuck in our own world. Yeah. And so, of course, at this point, we needed divine guidance. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. So for me, that's like the lesson. And also teamwork. Teamwork helped us so far. I mean, teamwork, really. Team work. There was, there was, there was nothing like, oh, I'm the husband here. What did I tell you we do? <laughs> <laughs> and there was nothing like, I'm the wife here. You know, we had that teamwork. We had that mutual respect. We know, we knew when to commitment. Like, exactly. You know, there's that partnership. We knew where to draw the line that this is work. This is not um, home. This is, you know. We knew all those things. And the truth is, that was the lesson we also learned, too, because we didn't know to do these things before. 
It was during the process, you know, that we learned all of these things. Mm. So those are lessons I would say are taken from this journey so far. Mr. Cole, yeah. Your final uh, words. My final word is okay. Let me just make it very, very short. Hopefully, look, nobody owes anybody anything. I, I, I think that people must have heard that, but I have to hammer that again, especially in my industry. And um, in this journey, I've learned in a hard way that exposure before experience is destructive. Exposure before experience is destructive. So don't be in a hurry. I mean, I learned not to be in a hurry to want to be the star, or to be out there, to be known or to be popular. Have a solid foundation, you know, get some experience. Experience not just in what you do, in what it would take to get to where you're getting to. And then before you expose it, you expose whatever it is. If you're exposed to opportunities when you are not experienced, you know what that would mean is destruction. So that would be like my biggest lesson um, in my journey so far. And then specifically for what we're doing with the techers, the truth is... It doesn't matter what they say. Nobody has done it, so it can't be done. Society, how's that possible? You know, don't believe, don't listen to naysayers, man. I will not listen to naysayers. Do you know people are calling on radio and arguing with us that we're not husband and wife, that we're not married? They're arguing because they can't just phantom it. So if, if we went by phantom it, if we went by what the naysayers were saying or what the society expected, perhaps. What we're doing with the show right now and the bigger plans that we have for the show, we'll not be able to do it, especially in the impact part. A lot of people that not, they wouldn't have been able to benefit from it. So say no to naysayers, ignore them totally. There's nothing like it has not been done before. Um, whatever has not been done before, you can be the first to do it. So that's like um, just a few things that I can drop to end this. All right. Thank you so very much. And thank you, the techers, for making our time to join us on the program. I'm so, so glad and I appreciate you both. Thank you so very much, Collins and Dre, the techers. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Now, before we go, I need to say this to your audience. Look, you see this, Dean, I mean, you're an amazing guy. I have to say that. You've been an amazing guy. And um, I want to just encourage you to keep doing what you're doing, man. I, I I really appreciate you. My family and I, my wife and I, you know that we are very close to you. We really appreciate you for what you're doing. And um, all the best. We got you. We got you. All the best. Thank all you. Best. That's big. That's massive. Thank you. <laughs> I know this guy is like a springboard for you. <laughs> thank all you big. so much. Have a good time. You too. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having us. That's right. All right, guys, there you have it. Thank you so much for listening to the Little Growth Podcast. Please also remember to like or favorite, as it were, and also to share. Yeah. And in case you want to be featured on the podcast, it's simple. Just hit me up on 070-673-69548. And you can also do well to follow me on all social media at Deems Freeman. That is D-I-M-M-S Freeman. Yeah. All right, that's it. Do have yourself a wonderful time.